Sasha here. And Kim. And we have a very special guest in the studio with us today. Would you like to introduce yourself, special guest? Sure, I'm Ashley. It's a pleasure to be here. How are we doing today? Very good to have you. We're doing great. <laughs> Even better now that you're here. Yes, we have a shot of testosterone in uh, the building. A much, need- <laughs> a much needed shot. Okay, it's like a B12 shot. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, one of the things that I know we wanted to talk about today, and Ashley, you're going to take us through that, is the concept of... Um, why don't you introduce the concept? Because I think it's a very special concept. So we definitely want to hear the introduction of it. And then we'll we'll tell you what we're going to term it going forward. So I've had conversations with Kim. And we throw around a term, men. And then we proceed to speak on negative aspects of men. And then I had a problem with the conversation. <laughs> Because in that conversation, I did not feel that she was talking about men. So, in the conversation, I was telling her that I believe that there are men, and then there are penis people, and there is a very distinct difference between the two, and that a lot of the issues that seem to be discussed in a negative light, we're talking about penis people, we're not talking about men, and there's actually a very important difference and that causes a lot of the angst in regards to relationships between men and women. So I think affectionately going forward, just to make it a little bit more palatable, we will uh, refer to penis people as Mr. Richards. We like to, we like to personify the, the the types of people that we speak of. So moving forward... Mr. Richards. Yeah, Mr. Richards. Okay, so Mr. Richards, (laughs) in this context, um, we've had a pretty long discussion in regard to this before in the past, and I think Mr. Richards is more of the immature aspect of what a man goes through and going into actually being a man. Uh, They lack maturity and they're very selfish and their drive is only for instantaneous very upfront gratification and because people cannot differentiate between the two you may have a Mr. Richards that appears to be a man but in all actuality you're dealing with a Mr. Richards and that's some of the disappointment in dealing with relationships So definitely, I think we think, you know, we talk a lot on this channel about, you know, to your point, you know, the gripes sometimes that we might experience as women. And then, you know, as you're saying, we kind of unfairly maybe lump all of the counterparts in just in this category of men. So in terms of like women, no, we're actually talking about women seeking out a true man um, and how you define that, you know. Oftentimes, it seems like we end up kind of becoming victimized by this Mr. Richards persona. So what are some of like the characteristics and attributes, would you say, of like Mr. Richards? Um, what he look like, what he walk like, what he feel like, like um, what, what's, his, what's his background, what's his story? I think Mr. Richards is in every man. I would more liken Mr. Richards to having very adolescent ideas and ideals when they're going into their relationships. So 
It's definitely all about me, if I am Mr. Richards, and what I want, and ultimately what I would want from a woman, whether that is their attention or you know, sexual interaction. And after that point in time, the relationship starts to fade. It's more of a person who, as we discussed, they see a target, and once they hit the target, that's their goal. They've achieved what they wanted just in that action. And after that's happened, everything goes to the wayside. There was nothing more they're going to add to your life outside of whatever they're giving to you in the pursuit of getting to you. So overall, we see Mr. Richards, he's selfish, self-serving, manipulative. What else would you say are some characteristics? Um... I think uh, Mr. Richards that's good at what he is doing, especially when you're, you're talking about manipulation, the way they approach the relationship is that they allow you to give them, right, Mr. Richards allows a woman to give them all the information that he needs to basically conquer you. So even though the questions and the way he's interacting with you, it may seem engaging, but they're purposeful and they're purposeful surrounding that goal. And in my mind, that goal is sex. I don't think Mr. Richards wants anything more out of you, but a sexual conquest. And I think that's kind of like a slightly frightening thing when you think about it, because at the, you know, at the onset of a conversation coming from the perspective of a woman, you know, essentially what you're saying is that, you know, this Mr. Richards can walk like a man, talk like a man, like, you know, he's kind of, it's unable to differentiate him between a man up front sometimes. So, you know, in terms of like having that initial conversation or those initial engagements, like you're saying, like what might seem like interest um, and trying to get to know, you know, that person or that woman is actually them trying to get the woman to give, the, like, hand them the playbook. Right. right. So tell, you know, tell me about, you know, who you are. Tell me about what you want. And I'm going to use that as a roadmap to get what I want. Absolutely. And I think ultimately, also, I think that goes back to a point in terms of how everyone processes information differently, right? Mm-hmm. So we can all hear this. We can hear something, but we're not going to process it the same. Right. So like Mr. Richards, like let's say he could be speaking about like his net worth or his job and like, you know, his, his financial like strengths and attributes. And to a woman, she'll perceive that as financial stability, but Mr. Richards is just really looking at that as a way to entrap you. <laughs> and there's it's a trap because right. there's always free cheese in the mouse trap. So Ooh, I'm, <laughs> you, right now. That's, I'm you, taking that. You walk you walk into the situation and it provides a fantasy. Right. So if I'm speaking to you and I understand the things that you are looking for and that you're lacking. Right or whatever that is in your personal or in your relationships in general, I can just use these things against you in the guise of getting what I want. Right. So one of the things that, like, I know you talked about earlier, Ash, is, 
you know, the woman as the consumer. So can you expand on that a little bit? And then like maybe we can tie it back to like this penis people, a.k.a. Mr. Richards, like, concept? Because I think that's super interesting. Well, this whole thing seems like marketing in general, right? Like, because I've heard, like, buzz terms that you've had, like, Mr. Richards targets, Mm -hmm. you know, the woman. So we hear targeting. We're Like, he's building a psychographic profile of her based on the information that she's giving. So, basically, like, there is a consumer kind of product, like, like, relationship that we have here. I, I'm a firm believer that relationships definitely fall in the lines of the man is the product and the woman is the consumer and men offer themselves as a product to women. So in terms of the product, the product can be money, the product can be physical sex appeal, whether that's working out, being physically and physically fit. The product can be presented to you in a myriad of ways. I think the woman is the consumer because the woman chooses. So ultimately, it's a woman's choice to accept the product or the deal. So we're just continuously offering ourselves in society as men and waiting for the consumer to go, I want that. I like that. Mm. And move And we move accordingly. I think women have initially that power as the consumer. And I feel that the consumer is not informed. And that also lies into some of the issues. I think as far as how men go about seeking relationships, it's very simplistic for us. Certain things work based on who we are. We magnify those things. And we throw a line out and we just wait to see who was interested in the product. Um, you as a consumer being a woman, I think it would behoove you to do some research and to have understanding of the product and what that product is. And I guess that's where it ties back into talking about penis people and men, because if you can't differentiate a man from a penis person, you will always be buying an inferior product at a high price. Mr. Richards is a knockoff. That's essentially what that's essentially what he is. He's, yeah. He is the purse that you get in those warehouses, like downtown. Chinatown. Yeah, Chinatown. That like in the, back in the back room. That like when the cops come, they have to like slam the door and shut. <laughs> but but I think to Ash's point, like as women, if we see like a Chanel bag. We can we can look at an authentic bag and a knockoff bag and be able to tell the difference for the most part. But why can't we do that with men? I mean, I wish I knew. I don't know that I could tell the difference between a real bag and a knockoff bag. So I <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think to that point, there's always there's always something there to obviously like there's there's traces of, you know, the knockoff and fraudulence. I think the problem is like there's a way to sniff out Mr. Richards, but women are looking past that because you're not looking at what Mr. Richards is doing or how he's taking the information and processing it and turning that into actions. You're looking at it as at the end of the day, I want to be in a relationship. Mr. Richards is here. 
like I'm like I'm looking at the end result like I'm focusing on that and not focusing on actually what's happening in front of me like this like relationships are supposed to be challenging they're supposed to be difficult I'm taking the good with the bad like this is okay it'll get better or it just presented to you in like too neat and pretty of a package too early and and, I mean you you buy it too early right because it's like I mean let me know what you think about this Ash but like do you feel like a Mr. Richards can keep that mask for a very long period of time. I mean, I think that, you you know, you talk about operating from a perspective of it's very, like, self-driven. So I think that anything that obviously, like, is always circling back to, to the man, to that person, you know, clearly that's an, that's an indicator. Um, but in terms of, like, how long can you keep on the mask? You know, I think one of the things that you had said before, not necessarily here, but um, was... You know, it's it's almost like a mimicking of whatever that person identifies as like a gap in their life. Is it a mask? I didn't I, I, I didn't think that Mr. Richards necessarily had a mask. I think that like he has his own needs and he's obviously going into a situation very clear in terms of what his expectations are he's he's not sharing it but i don't think he's necessarily hiding it either i I think it's a mask because i think that it's by any means necessary right like it's basically one of those things where whatever i need to do you know you talked about she's the target whatever i need to do to hit that target is whatever i need to do whatever i need to perform whatever i need to become whatever you know script i have to run off right you know, to get there, then that's what I'm going to get. If she's the type of person where she got to wait, you know, a couple of months to get to a certain goal, I'm going to go ahead and present myself like I'm just this patient waiting person. If this, if she needs financial stability, I'm going to talk about how much money I have. Like, that's kind of what I, I got from it. So in some way, shape or form, it's a, it's a, it's a mask. I think so. But then to that point, I think that there's, there's a, a limited runway in terms of like as a selfish person, I feel like self like you have like the need to have your needs met immediately, right? So I don't I don't I didn't look at it as like oh if you need X amount of time, then I'm gonna be able to operate in this space for that time. I think there there is an expiration. Yeah, I think there's a time limit on that. But it, I so. think it depends on you know what's that time limit, you know, or or do you feel like it's a time limit? I don't think there's a time limit because it depends on the discipline of the person. Mm. Okay. So if the conquest for me is, you know, big game hunting as Ooh, opposed yeah. to that's a, that's a good as point. opposed a good to point. shooting squirrels. Ooh. If this is my elephant right. or my lion, okay. if, I that, if that. I want it. Now, I'm not saying, again, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're the only thing that I'm hunting. That is true. That's true. So if you're talking about time, it's it's a relative right. scenario. I'm not saying that mm-hmm. I only am looking exclusively at you right. or have my feelers out. I mean, I can shoot multiple targets. Yeah. It's possible. That's true. That you can shoot true. squirrels on the way to um, getting a lion. <laughs> Right. You, can, you can knock a lot of deer down right. in the meantime. And you still eat. So I That's still true. Eat. You can still eat. That's funny. I'm just saying. So, I mean, time-wise, you know, it, 
it it depends there are just variables that go into it and even talking about time wise it also depends on the schedule of the physical person if i'm a person who i'm heavily driven into whatever career i'm in then time is limited for me if i am tr- maybe only available once a week for face to face that's different from a person who has the ability to see you every day so is it time on a table of how we see time like in hours or time on a table of interaction with each other i mean i think that it's interaction with each other so essentially you know if after let's say six months they don't get what they ultimately came for right are they just going to give it up but i think that you know you made a really poignant point which is it depends on the patience of the person. It depends on probably how bad they want it. It depends right. on, like, their value of, like, that target. Right. Um, and it sounds to me like there's there's levels, right? Where it's just like, yeah, Absolutely. a person could just be like, you know, if you go in and think that's going to be an easy knockdown and they give you a harder time, then maybe, yeah, you might, you might just retreat because you feel like that's not worth it. Or you might be intrigued, like, with the challenge. It's a lot more challenging than you thought. Yeah. I guess it depends on what you're going in for, right? Like, are you going in for, are you the type of person that, like, likes that big game type of thing? But. I love that. that Oh, I know. I love (laughs) that. So then let's talk about, like, the real man. Right. Because we want that wheel man. Um, Right. Like, let's talk about the characteristics of a real man as opposed to Mr. Richards. Well, and we spoke about it, too, in regard to men in general and I think as a boy goes into manhood they all go through a phase of being Mr. Richards right Um, especially in the pursuit of dealing with women so I perceive Mr. Richards to be the more immature aspect of an actual man I feel that a man progresses from selfish endeavors to a, it's a more mature state. You can deal with things like consequences. Mr. Richards doesn't necessarily deal with the consequences of his actions. He does what he does, comes in, shoots everything up, and then he's on his merry way. There's no concern about anything that's gone on based, based on those actions. I feel like a man takes accountability and has understanding and forethought in regard to what they're doing and how it affects people. So men actually think about the environment around them, the people around them. Mr. Richards is just driven by whatever the goal is. And I think one of the things that we talked about before, which is really interesting, which is that Mr. Richards and the real man could for all intents and purposes have the same goal like they could they could both ultimately kind of just want a short-term encounter or even like a just for the night encounter it's not necessarily just the intentions it's a matter of like how they go about it so i know you talked about like mr richards takes your choice away and a real man you know always gives you the choice the offer choice so even if at a point in time a man can still walk into a relationship and go, I, I don't want to be your husband. I don't want to get married. How about I want a friendship or a relationship that's still sexual? And to let you know that when the time is right 
or when that opportunity in the relationship where it's it's time to speak upon this now because everything we do after this without you understanding what type of relationship you're in there are consequences and you should know that this is what you're dealing with not yeah that you want a husband sure i think about marriage too yeah you want children i want a bunch of children too it's like feeding into it's feeding you the lines as opposed exactly as opposed to just saying you know i don't want any of those things at this space and time i just want to have a good time so how do you feel like somebody could be like an educated consumer? I feel like it sounds like, you know, we got a flea market and or maybe maybe a street market. You know, we're we're in a European street market or something. And I, I don't know. I don't know what they're trying to sell me. I don't know what like the real thing is versus the knockoff. I just know I'm in the market. I know I got like a hundred dollars to spend and I want to make the best decision. Right. Like, how do you feel like you can become um, or a woman can be can become an informed consumer to tell the difference, um, if at all. I think in order to do that, you would need... I feel that the best way to do that is to actually align yourself with people who are in the type of relationship that you are looking for so that you can have a standard. You can actually get an honest conversation from two people who are in it. So let's go with marriage to actually see a married couple that's functioning similar to what you would like to envision your marriage to be and to align yourself with those individuals to get an understanding. Because two people who've been married for 10, 20, 30 years, there's a wealth of information in regard to how they kept that together and it it has to be real. That is real. Spending 30, 20, even 10 years with a person, the fluff is gone. That honeymoon phase is long gone, and they're still together. So there has to be some consistency across the board on how people do that. Even if the consistency is one thing, hard work, ethic, whatever it is for you, whatever a good marriage is for you, I think that's the best way to do it. So when we were talking about the consumer analogy, I would treat those people like a consumer report. So instead of just flying blind and going into your European market and just throwing your dollar around and not having an understanding of the value of what you're actually buying, to have someone who can guide you through the process if you are moving towards the more serious steps of the relationship process. If you want quick, easy, fun time, you don't really need someone to guide you through. doesn't mean that having quick and easy times with someone that that person is not a man, but it can, it can all get jumbled up together and confusing because the outcome might feel the same. Hmm. Okay. How to process that you said yeah <laughs> and on the way to processing that i'm curious does mr richards have a female counterpart he does <laughs> <laughs> i'm actually more familiar with the female Ooh, counterpart. i want to hear about miss <laughs> <Ms>. richards <laughs> i mean for for me personally 
it's very easy to spot them out because there it's an infatuation with material things and flash over substance so the process on my end of the spectrum moving towards those type of women it's very easy to find them if that's what you're looking for that's what you're dealing with because they don't hide it they want the kind of car you drive how much money you make. people be asking that for real though do people how really ask you, you how, what kind of car you drive? Or if you have a car. Oh. Depending on, I mean, we live in a city where even having a car is a commodity. Yeah, exactly. But if you transfer it to another place where it's like, or it may not even be that, but ooh, you drive a range. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. As opposed to someone who's just looking at you or, ooh, look at your chain. Look, look at your house. Look at where you live. Oh, you do this. You do that. None of these things are me. These are just things that I have. So women are inherently, it seems, like explicit in terms of what they're looking for out of a, a situation, it seems. And I, and I actually can agree with that. So Miss Richards is very clear. It's easier to spot because it's very clear what ultimately her end game is and what her goals are in terms of what she wants to achieve in a situation where men mr richards is more like a social chameleon like he'll be whatever he needs to be and more covert and in terms of what he wants to get out of a situation it's easier to fool men yeah Yeah, it's it's, it's easier because i already have the product right right so the accumulation of wealth that's the product I mean, I can fake it, but it's still the product. So when you see it and you see big chain, always in cars, bottles of the, whatever that thing is, mm-hmm. it's very easy mm-hmm. to identify. And it's easy to find where those types of individuals are. I go to a, I go to a club. I go to a strip club. I know what I'm attracting in a strip club. Mm-hmm. I know if I'm seeking that in a strip club, I know what I'm going in there for. Right. It's already established. The other, which is probably a more meaningful relationship, I think that's when you come into the issues because men know where to go to get, I guess, Mrs. Richards. Mm-hmm. Um, for the most part. Now, you can stumble across one in other avenues or arenas but i think it's not so much the deception because again the women to me are still the consumer Mm -hmm. so if you know you have the choice and you know if you're the consumer and you already know i need six-figure bmw driving jewelry shopping everything expensive it's already there where we present that's the product that we're presenting so mm-hmm. the f- weeding through that in that level is easy i think if you i think the difficult part may be if you are the person who still has all these things and you're not looking for mrs richards i think that's the difficulty because now you're trying to figure out i guess what you would be trying to figure out with mr richards you with me for the money, for the things that I'm presenting. I mean, I have these things, but are you there to get a piece of that? 
So what's your motivation? Right. Your intention, and that's hard to decipher. Right. In a non-Miss Richards. What about men who are like operating from a place of being Mr. Richards and don't know? Because I personally do feel like so taking that example where it's like a man does have a lot of means, you know, he's established at this point. He does have a lot. Um, I think there are the men who will still lead with that. But then from their perspective, they do want something meaningful. So, you know, I think I've stumbled across that in my life, too, where it's just kind of like, all right, well. But you throwing out your money, and yet and still you're wondering why you're attracting people who only want your money, or right. you're you're in you're constantly in a space of trying to figure out what are you here for. But if that's what you lead with, that's what you're gonna get. Right. I mean, I think just in overall, people I think men use the tools that they have, and you fall back to that. And I don't want to call them stressors because it's not a stressful situation. But you fall back to the things that you're comfortable with and what works for you. Mm. So to go ahead and have a different path, it takes a lot of understanding of self and what you want. And I think that's the process with everyone. You, You don't understand what you want. And myself personally... You know, to move forward from an immature state to a more mature state, it doesn't mean that I don't have the abilities or the capabilities to go back to being immature. It doesn't mean that something can't happen for me to revert back to Mr. Richard Ways because it is something that I believe we come from. So could it be just going back to the whole product and consumer analogy? Could it be like these men, they're quality products but they don't know how to market themselves well or they or they or they're not understanding who their target is like for the consumer are they mistargeting it's actually deep it could be <laughs> it, it, because well, i because i look at it, there's be. a lot of quality products on the market but people don't respond to it and they're functional and you know on paper they look good right. but people are just not responding to the messaging around the product or the right people aren't right. responding right the wrong people are responding to right. that ad i i probably a possibility (laughs) it could be a strong possibility um i know from the standpoint of my consumer product situation even as being a product when you are offering i guess maybe the issue could be who you are selling yourself to Mm -hmm. in the offering process Mm -hmm. And if you just treat it like a blanket offer, Mm -hmm. or if you would say you may have high end service, but you, you distribute your product like McDonald's. Mm. So everyone can go to McDonald's. Mm -hmm. Everyone can afford McDonald's. Mm -hmm. Right. But in all reality, you're using that model, but you're not McDonald's Mm -hmm. just, just to get, put yourself out there. So maybe There's a lot of real brands that unfortunately <laughs> fall in that like that pitfall where it's like they start off kind of, you know, like you said, really high end, really hard to get almost. Well, it's like BMW, right? Like they luxury brand. And then they started building out all these models, these lower end models yeah. that are more affordable. Right. Tesla's doing that, that now too. Right. And so <laughs> like you're trying to cater all, but you're losing, you're the, losing your, your brand value. value. Exactly. Right. Because now exactly. you're more accessible. Yeah, Exactly. 
and that's the product yeah yeah okay we touched on so many points i don't even know like what questions to to, to even (laughs) ask because we went through um so we have set uh, up mr richards we set up mr richards um mrs richards and who she is yes Miss Richards, and then, <laughs> <laughs> and then we have the whole concept of the the consumer and the products. I mean, I have a question. Yeah. Do you think that a man is operating from a space of being, or a male? Excuse me, is operating from a space of you know either being a man or being, you know, in his Mister Richards id type of self? Um, if he doesn't know what he wants can a man really be a man if he doesn't really know what he wants hmm I think I think he can only because certain things it's certain things that you won't know until you experience the latter or experience it period so if we take a a person who has never had sushi i've never eaten it so because i've never had it i don't have an opinion on it until i come to a point in time where i can actually i've had it and okay now i've had it so i like it i don't like it so if we move away from that analogy there can be things that you're looking for in a relationship that you don't even know that you don't know about that yet so to not have the full complete picture and that's why i go back to a man as far as a mature state mm-hmm. it seems like the statement that you're talking about would run along the lines of a thought process of a man and experiencing it because again mr richard doesn't necessarily care about that that's not necessary being a man doesn't care about that as far as males i mean we're very not complicated i don't think men in totality go through their endeavors with so much introspective thought until they're moving through and willing to actually stay in manhood or to stay and not be mr richard if you still want to play and you're on the fence and you're going back and forth you're you're teeter-tottering once you've really made the conscious decision, this lifestyle and, and treating people, this this is not for me anymore. Mm-hmm. I think that's when you come into the thought process of, is this what I'm doing wrong? Should mm-hmm. I? Is this what I'm looking for? Like that's the thought process of a man because that's maturity. You know, I've been dealing with this type of scenario with these type of women all this time, and I'm still at this point. So what am I doing? Or not doing to not to attract the women that I want, or why am I attracting the women that I don't want or that don't work for me? I think that's a really important point, though, because I think you know, coming from a perspective of like a woman wanting a relationship and wanting someone that's open to a relationship, so taking it into that lens, I think that you know what happens a lot, you know, in the landscape and on the dating scene is like especially thinking in a, in a particular age range of like late 20s, early 30s, is like you come across people who they don't necessarily, I don't even think it's that their intentions are negative or it's it's from a targeting, I'm trying to get what I'm trying to get from you right. perspective, but it's also the choice isn't laid out 
because they don't even know what they're offering because they don't even know what they want. So it's almost like, you know, it sounds like it could be like that transition period from like coming out of that, you know, immature self, but not quite fully in that immature self, which is why I asked, like, do you think a man could be a man if he doesn't know what he wants? Right. I don't, I don't think, I don't think on the knowledge aspect of self, I don't think that's a deterrent of being a man. And even in the context of age, you know, that's true, that's true. immature is immature at 80 or 18. And you definitely have the ability to be mature at 18, just as much as you have the ability to be immature at 80. So I believe in accountability, um, especially when you're moving towards adulthood, legal adulthood. Um, you have to, at some point in time, be held accountable for how you move. Mm. And just like in law, the absence of information does not allow you to be innocent. So because you don't know, I didn't know that I couldn't steal a car. It doesn't make you innocent. You're still stealing a car. And it is personally upon you to have an understanding of the things that you're doing to be an adult. So, you know, I I don't like to look at it from an age standpoint, just as far as I like a maturation standpoint, because that time isn't something that's set in a box to right. say, well, you should be mature at 21. You would like that, mm-hmm. but that's not often true. I mean, you can see people who are not mature and they're 80 years old and you're still looking at them like, what are you doing? Like, grow up, you right. know? So, I don't know. I think I think it's not an age. I really think it's maturity. I really think it just comes down to the individual who wants more and wants something more substantial. Not that there isn't value in all of the other relationships, but your approach to those relationships and how you go about getting them. Mm-hmm. I think that's the distinction between... A, a man who is mature and one who is not. Or a Mr. Richards and a man. Mr. Richards is just flying around and that's what he's trying to do. When a man is doing the things that he does, he has an understanding of what he's doing. He takes accountability for it. He's being honest with himself. He's being honest with you. Mr. Richards doesn't necessarily operate in honesty that's not necessarily the driving force. The driving force is just those innate things of, I want a woman. I want to be with a woman. I, you know, I like having a bunch of women. That is the goal. Yeah. I think it's important to, um, you know, coming from like the woman's perspective to think through, you know, is this person simply mirroring what I've, I've already put out that I'm looking for. Like, is, is it so conveniently aligned? And not to say that, you know, if you're finding, you know, the, the appropriate counterpart that it's not going to align. Right. But, you know, is it just 
a little bit too conveniently aligned, you know, in the aftermath of disclosing certain things about, you know, my wants, what I'm looking for, you know, what my ultimate goals are, that it almost like comes off like a spiel. Like I think, you know, most people can tell when they're being sold something. Right. Um, you know, you walk into like a car dealership, you're already kind of on guard because you know that's what's going to happen. So you can spot it really easily. Right. But it's harder, I think, sometimes to do it when you're navigating through the world. Right. But, you know, kind of understanding, you know, going back to that being an educated consumer perspective, you know, understanding like, am I, am I being sold a dream here? Right. Or... You know, is this something that this person is coming from a place of authenticity? Before I even say anything about what I'm looking for, they're coming from a place of, look, this is where I'm at in my life. Right. Or even not just sold the dream, but are you looking at, you're looking at the product and you're creating the dream. So you can look mm. at the product and go, I see what I see and I like it and fill in the blanks to suit your narrative of what your end goal is with the product and they don't align. Right. So you can sell yourself the dream, you know. Like you an ass seen on TV product. Right. Right. Absolutely. That's true. A <laughs> lot of food for thought here. <laughs> yes. My brain is very full. <laughs> Well, we have a lot of thoughts here that we tossed around. I think some some definite gems here. So we'll love to hear um, from our audience in terms of what they were thinking about all the different topics that we touched on here. Um, you can hit us up on our social media, on um, Twitter, Instagram, um, bougie underscore bu. Be part of the conversation, guys. Thank you.